So I think the big question is why, right? Like, why is there this thought that being more of an extrovert is a good thing when you're a leader and being an introvert might be a hindrance? Well, honestly, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it comes down to one word and that word is perception. It's perception. See, people perceive things the way that they perceive things. And oftentimes their perception is completely wrong. Uh, their perception might be based on some bias that they grew up with. Their perception might be based on something, something that they heard. It could be based on something that they believe to be true based on past experiences. But they might have had a very minimal experience and they may not really have a broad view on a topic or on a thing. Right. And so they can just have a misperception. And that's oftentimes what happens with a lot of these myths and a lot of things I believe that happens with people is they just form opinions about people, form opinions about groups without really understanding them and really doing the research to understand where they're coming from. So do introverts get passed up for leadership roles? That's the question. If you're listening to this and you consider yourself to be an introvert and you feel like you've been passed up at some point in your career or at some point in your life for certain opportunities just because of your personality, then I can tell you it's not just you. There are a lot of other people that have gone through the same thing. Today, we're going to talk about some of the reasons that introverts are typically passed up for leadership roles. But then also, more importantly, if you're an introvert listening to this, what you can do about it. What's up, everybody? My name is Terrence Lee, a.k.a. The Introvert Leader, and this series is called Made Leader Mondays, where we help people to grow in their leadership. And so we're going to be talking specifically today about why introverts are passed up for certain leadership roles, but then what we can do to not just change that, but to ultimately help introverts to win in this area. So I'm going to get into a few statistics here really quick. So from aboutleaders.com, one stat says from a particular study that was done that 40% of leaders identify as introverts, which I found that to be interesting. Um, and again, in this particular study, the extroverts would still be the majority in this case, because they, they would be the 60% where the introverts would be the 40. But even still, I mean, the 40% number, given what a lot of times you hear people in society say about introverts and leadership, I found to be interesting. But then a troubling statistic is from the Harvard Business Review, and it's a study that was done in 2006. And in that study, 65% of senior executives saw introversion as a barrier to leadership, which I found that to be interesting as well. And then there was another study that said that extroverted U.S. presidents are perceived as being more effective than introverted ones. So, you know, a lot of these things, you know, these are studies and these are surveys and you hear these things and. It's interesting, right? Because they basically just take sample sizes of groups of people and they ask questions and that's how they come up with these results. So it doesn't represent the thoughts of every person in the world, obviously. But I do think it speaks um, to the overall thought behind introversion and leadership and extroversion and leadership. And in a lot of ways, it's troubling. So I think the big question is why, right? Like, why is there this thought that being more of an extrovert is a good thing when you're a leader and being an introvert might be a hindrance. Well, honestly, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it comes down to one word and that word is perception. 
is perception. See, people perceive things the way that they perceive things. And oftentimes their perception is completely wrong. Uh, their perception might be based on some bias that they grew up with. Their perception might be based on something, something that they heard. It could be based on something that they believe to be true based on past experiences, but they might've had a very minimal experience and they may not really have a broad view on a topic or on a thing, right? And so they can just have a misperception. And that's oftentimes what happens with a lot of these myths and a lot of things I believe that happens with people is they just form opinions about people, form opinions about groups without really understanding them and really doing the research to understand where they're coming from. And so I think when it comes to just introverts in general and specifically in the area of leadership, a lot of it is perception. And so, you know, you might have in the past been a victim of this. You might be someone that has been passed up for a leadership role. You might be someone that you had all the qualifications, you had everything that it took, but for some reason you weren't put in that position. So I'm going to get into some of the specific perceptions and reasons that I think that this happens, but more importantly, we'll end with what we can do about it and help to change our narrative. Introverts are too quiet and too weak to lead. Have you ever heard this before? Well, my name is Terrence, and for years as an introvert, I didn't think I had what it took to be a leader. What I learned was being an introvert is my superpower. If you want to learn how to have success as an introvert, then go to quietvoicefearlessleader.com to learn more. So I think the first misperception, and this is one that I talk a lot about, and I'm sure you've heard probably on other platforms and people talk about when it comes to introversion, but just the perception that introverts are quiet, right? So when you think about leadership, when you think about someone that's leading a team, driving a team to get things done, you think about this extroverted person, you think about this person that's talking a lot, they're giving directions, and they have a certain demeanor and a way that they carry themselves, right? And I think that this has been reinforced through television, through movies, through media, a lot of different things where you see certain personality types that are championed, right? And these personality types subconsciously without people even realizing it, they just associate those types of people with leadership. Where when you have someone that's the quiet observant type, the person that's sitting back in the room and taking things in, to the untrained eye, that person may not be seen as the leader in that room. And so I think it makes for a very interesting dynamic. Uh, I think about my dad. You know, my dad has told me his story. I've talked about this on the Quiet Voice Fearless Mind podcast, where he knew he was the best accountant in his group. He knew it. And regardless of that, he wasn't selected for certain leadership roles. You know, now this changed as he got, you know, through his career and several years into his career and everything. But he has told me stories about how early on in his career he was passed up for a lot of opportunities because he was viewed again back to perception as being quieter or maybe not as much of a leader. Right. Myself, same thing happened to me early on in my career. There were times where I just wasn't the louder engineer on my team. I wasn't the one doing more of the talking and I was passed up for certain opportunities. So I've seen it firsthand. Uh, it's interesting in Susan Cain's book, Quiet, 
where she gave the example of just Western culture and how in America, just the overall shift of what was viewed as positive and what was viewed as a go-getter, it completely changed in society. The person that was the flamboyant extroverted person, that became the person that was viewed as the one that was going to be successful. And the entire culture shifted. And a lot of that has to do with personalities, right? So automatically, without people even realizing it, a lot of the perceptions about people begin to change. And so it's a cultural thing. It's a psychological thing. And so a lot of these things really can play in to how people view someone as a potential leader, right? Uh, I also, also think it's very interesting that a lot of times when it comes to talking, what I've found with myself is that sometimes when I'm not talking, it has nothing to do with the fact of whether I'm engaged in a conversation or not. Uh, in fact, a lot of times when I'm in a meeting and I'm not talking, it's not because I don't have words to say. I have a lot of words to say. I'm just thinking first, you know, like a lot of times with the extrovert, they're going to say the first thing that's coming to their mind. They're going to get their words out where the introvert is going to actually think before they speak. And this can be misperceived as being quiet. Like someone will think this person doesn't have anything to say or why are they not talking? Why are they doing this? Well, it's because I'm thinking, right? And this oftentimes happens with me in my various leadership roles and things that I do. And so you might be listening to this and you might be similar. You might be somebody that doesn't say the first thing that's on your mind. You want to think through it first. You want to get your thoughts together. You want to get your words together before you speak. And unfortunately, sometimes that's viewed and there's a misperception that someone that does that isn't talking as much and therefore maybe isn't a leader, which is absolutely ridiculous. But again, we're just covering some of the reasons that introverts can be passed up. So one of the other reasons that I feel like introverts can be passed up for leadership roles is office politics. I mean, I'm just going to say it, you know, the misperception of an introvert is being antisocial because maybe that person doesn't want to go to every single lunch with a group of people, or maybe that person doesn't want to constantly be around people that they work with or do business with all the time. They might need time to break away. They might need time to recharge at times, right? Now, I'll say for me, I have changed some in this area where, you know, I'll go out with coworkers and we'll go to lunch or maybe do a happy hour. We'll do those different things and, and that's fine. Um, and I enjoy that. I'm not necessarily going to do it every day, but when I'm in the mood to do that or when I'm invited, I'll, I'll go and I'll do that. Uh, now, I will say I used to never do that. Um, I pretty much just wanted my time to myself. I wanted to eat my lunch to myself and do my own thing. And from time to time now, I still want to do that you know, now as well. But I have changed some in that area. But there is a big perception, I'll say, against people that do that. And I think it's wrong. I think it's very wrong because at the end of the day, if someone is suited to be a leader, then the whole office politics and, oh, this person doesn't go out with us or this person doesn't hang out. And so they're not a part of the group or the clique and all of that. You know, it, it, it can come off as just very like middle school to me. But these sort of things and these sort of dynamics 
they do play into the corporate world. They do and into the business world. And so I think it's another reason that, in my opinion, is unfair. But someone that is more introverted, that enjoys their alone time, that enjoys their space, they can run into these politics and these issues uh, in that environment. And so that's another reason why sometimes I believe certain introverts may not get selected for leadership roles. So now that we've covered some of the reasons that introverts may not be selected for leadership roles, I want to get into what I really want to talk about, which is what can we do about it? What can we do to make sure we set ourselves up for success, to make sure that we are able to be in the leadership roles we want to be in and advance to the next level? So the first thing, and I know this probably goes without saying, but it's to be yourself and to lean into your introversion. Lean all the way in. See, when we are being who we are, we don't have to worry about really much else. I mean, if we're trying to be like the extroverted coworker or the extroverted friend or whoever that person is, we're going to lose every time, right? So with leadership, one thing that is very, very important is that people get to see our authentic selves and get to interact with our authentic selves, right? Because as a leader, it is about connecting with people and it's about really building your team. And so your team is going to be able to tell when you're burned out because you're not being you. Because not being you is going to burn you out, right? Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that there are never going to be times that you're going to have to do something that you don't want to do. There are going to be times you're going to have to do something you don't necessarily feel like doing at times, right? But ultimately, just being in your, like what I like to call zone of genius, being who you are, feeling like you don't have any weights of having to carry, like being someone that you shouldn't be. Uh, when you're able to do that, it really frees you up. You feel lighter. Uh, you just do. I don't know how to explain it, but when I lifted the weight of trying to be someone I'm not, when I lifted the weight of trying to be an extrovert or trying to talk more than I felt like, like when I lifted all of that stuff, I just felt lighter and I felt free. So start there, do that, and that is going to truly help you with your leadership and getting ready to be the best leader you can be. So the next thing that's very important is that you want to go for leadership roles. Go for leadership roles, okay? I mean, it is amazing. There are some people that, for whatever reason, and it can be the imposter syndrome thing. I've talked about this, but some people don't believe they can do it. They really, in their heart, just don't think they can lead. This was me. I fell in this category. Uh, I A lot of my friends are extroverts. A lot of the people that I grew up around are extroverts. And I've seen them in leadership roles. I grew up seeing them doing different things, giving speeches, talking in front of people, all these things that I was always, you know, just scared to do when I was younger. And so I didn't see that as me. And so I wouldn't go after certain leadership roles. I mean, I wouldn't do it when I was in college. There were opportunities and I wouldn't take them. When I first started my career, there were opportunities to do different things and I wouldn't do them. I eventually got pushed into certain opportunities by people that really believed in me. And I'm so glad that I was so glad that I did. But, you know, just going going after these roles, going for it. I mean, when you see opportunities to be in leadership positions, believing that you can do it and going for it, that is very, very big. I mean, it sounds 
simple, right? It does. But it's something as small as if you see a role out there that's a leadership role and you read it, you read the qualifications, you read everything that, you know, the prerequisites for it and all of that. And in your mind, you say, I'm not ready for that yet or I can't do that. These are the kind of things, the kind of self-talk that we say to ourselves that we have to change. Now, again, if you're two years into your career and there's some role and it takes 20 years of experience, I'm not saying that, you know, that's necessarily the role for you at this time. Right. You may want to gain your experience and then go for that. But just in general, having a mindset where you're not limiting yourself. This is very, very big. Do not limit yourself. If you see something out there and that's something you want to do, you can absolutely go for it. It's just about what does it take to get there? What are the skills you're going to have to acquire? And then focusing on the fact that you can do it. All right. So you can be a leader. Believe that and you can make it happen. So the third thing, and this is something that I have seen prove to be true over my career through several years in the defense industry, regardless of the scenarios I've been in, regardless of the types of teams and all the different situations. But just focus on being the best. Focus on being the best. See, the thing about when you do good work, the thing about when you show up day in and day out and you perform is that nobody can take that away from you and nobody can challenge that. The other thing that happens is that you begin to build a reputation. You build a reputation of trust, a reputation where people can depend on you and a reputation of good work ethic. And all of these things together, when people see these things and they think about who is going to be the right leader for this next role, who's going to be the person that can help us in this area that can steer things in the right direction. All of those things together, they make up your reputation. And so when your name comes up, your name comes up as a potential leader. So the last thing that you want to be sure and do, and this works regardless of if you're an introvert, you're an extrovert or in between, is to be the best. Be the best. Day in and day out, when you're doing your work, whatever you're doing, you want to make sure that you are mastering your craft. See, one of the things about mastering your craft that's amazing is that you begin to build a reputation. People begin to trust you. They begin to view you as someone that they can lean on. They begin to see your work ethic. And all of these things together over time, when there are different leadership roles, when there are different opportunities that pop up, when different things happen, your name is one of the ones that comes up. Because, see, one thing that I've seen in my career, and I've seen this over time, is that regardless of somebody's personality type, regardless of the way that somebody is, when they are the right person for the job, when they are the right person to get things done, most of the time, nine times out of 10, their name is going to be brought up in those conversations as the person that can be a leader. Now, sometimes there are politics and there are different things at play, right? And there are things that can happen. And sometimes, you know, networking can play a factor, right? Sometimes people get a job or get a role because of who they know. And so those are definitely factors and can be in this area. But ultimately, one thing that I will say is that when you are the best, you are going to make yourself stand out. Trust me. So when you are the best, then whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert or whatever the case is, 
you are setting yourself up apart and you are setting yourself up to win. So putting the work in, being consistent, getting better, mastering your craft. These are things that nobody can take away from you. Okay. So you set yourself up to be a leader when you stand out by being the best and making sure that your work speaks for itself. So that was why introverts are passed up for leadership roles. But again, more importantly, what you can do about it to make sure you set yourself up for success to be an amazing leader. So one thing that I would love to see in one of my missions with Introvert Leader and the vision that I ultimately see is I see more introverts in leadership. That is the vision and that is what I want. And when I really think about where we're going, just in society in general, and I think about, you know, things like AI, artificial intelligence, right? And computers and just where things are projected to go here over the next 10, 20, 30 years. The need for leadership, the need for people that understand people, the need for people with empathy, the need for people that understand leading teams, the need for people that are strong. All of these things are more and more important now. So how are you going to set yourself apart? What's going to be your leadership style? What's going to be the leadership role you're going to take on that can help to change your organization, change your team, and maybe even change the world? These are the kind of conversations that I'm starting to think about because I believe, and if you're watching or listening to this and you're an introvert, I believe you are uniquely skilled in the area of leadership. So this is the time. I mean, this is the time. If you have never thought of yourself that way, if you never viewed yourself as a leader, if you thought that that was for everybody else, this is the time to change that because there's somebody out there or there's some team out there that needs you. You have a voice, you have something important to say. So it's time to say it. So until next time, this has been T Lee with Made Leader Mondays. I truly hope you got something out of this episode and make sure to leave a comment. Also leave a rating on this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. So take care. See you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in this week. Hey, if you know someone that needs to hear the topic that we talked about today, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you'd like to share the episode with your followers, if you think a few of them would find value in it, then screenshot the episode and tag me at the introvert leader on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.